Welcome back to Now This Is Podcasting. I'm your host, Hamish Smith, and I'm joined by Rory Williams. Hello there. Welcome back to the show. Here we go, second episode. Rory, you want to tell our wonderful fans what's coming up on today's show? Of course. Well, we're going to be kicking off with some very new news at the time of recording. This is uh, something that happened just this morning. The new teaser trailer for The Mandalorian is only a minute, but it's packed full of some new information about the new season. Absolutely excited. We can't seem to escape the Mandalorian. Yeah, we're not going to be able to for months now. What else is coming up on today's show? Well, we're going to talk about some uh, in the stars that we'd hope to see. You know, it's nothing confirmed, but it's just thinking about some things that we'd like to see for future Star Wars projects. Then we're going to finish off talking about the rise of Skywalker, specifically the Battle of Exegol. That moment when Lando Calrissian shows off all of the, uh, the 14,000 14, ships that showed up to help uh, the Resistance battle the Final Order. Very exciting stuff. So should we just dive right into the first topic? Yeah, I think we yes. should. I think uh, the biggest so- thing, the biggest thing from this new trailer uh, is it didn't come with a lot of new stuff as much as we'd hope, but we did see a character from episode one of season one of The Mandalorian, a character you might remember from Mandalorian trying to uh, collect him for a bounty. The blue fish guy is how we Googled him. I can imagine you've got a name there. Did you find a Uh, name? It's ambiguous uh, because uh, it's either his um, species name or it's the character's name, but it's my thrall. M-Y-T-H-R-O-L. Okay, I see, I see. So, Fish Guy's making an appearance. <laughs> We're just going to call him Fish Guy, I think. Fish Guy, Blue Fish Guy. Well, he's got gills, because that's that's from the scene in, in, episode, yeah. in episode one. They tried to cut off his gills. The, the gang yeah. members tried to cut off his gills. Yeah. He's, he's clearly some sort of amphibian. Fish Guy is making a return, and he's actually seen in a prison ship. Now, I looked into it, and the ship there is a old imperial ship seen in a couple of movies before i think it might it's an earlier model to what was seen in rise of skywalker where chewie gets taken away but it's a ship like that so it's a prison ship yeah transport ship yeah that's making an appearance fish guy's back there's not a lot to say all we see is his face he's joined by cara june and the guy yeah leaves my head every time i go to talk about him i always forget his name i know it's grief something yeah, well, I just forget. Is, yeah, Groove Cargo, and I'm looking forward to Carl Weathers uh, sporting that bleached blonde beard, which I don't really understand. <laughs> He's looking a lot older. Yeah, but... I think I think it might just be because uh, I think it might just be bleached. Don't know why he's done that, but mm-hmm. go with it. <laughs> Not only that, but we've also seen some X-wings. Now we did see some X-wings from Episode Six of Season One of The Mandalorian. Uh, the prison episode involving the New Republic. The first time we actually see the New Republic live on our TV screens. Now, we did see the New Republic, obviously, in the New Game Squadrons, which we're going to talk about later on in in future episodes, as Mm. Ruri over here decided he's going to wait a little while to buy it. I know there's stuff to buy. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's that's all I can say. Most likely Cantina and that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) So, we see... 
right at the start of the trailer, they're telling the Razor Crest to pull over, basically stop, but Mando's away. He ain't stopping. He's mm. gone. Yeah, the Mandalorian seems to be getting himself entangled with the New Republic and the remnants of the Empire in this trailer. So he's hated by everyone apart from his little gang, his little cult. Obviously, we know that because of lines of dialogue that he's going to try find the species. Well, he's going to mm. basically try get Baby Yoda to someone that can take care of him. We don't know yes. if he's going to take him to a species or he's going to go to the Jedi. Uh, we don't know. But once again, we didn't see anything of any Jedi in this trailer. We did no. kind no. of in the last trailer, but we didn't really see anything yes. else. Yes. Uh, one of the lines that he says in the trailer, actually, he um, mentions that he wants to find more Mandalorians to help him find his way. That could be interesting, considering Boba Fett's uh, highly rumoured appearance. Yeah, and on top of that, we've got Sabine, who is Sabine Wren, of course. Yeah, so that's true. There's a lot of a lot of clues, a lot of clues hinting at the return of Mandalorians, Mandalorian armor. You could go, you could go like this forever, but it's hinting that Boba Fett is returning, and I think I think we can safely say he will be returning. I think it's pretty safe to say. I mean, Tamir Morrison himself uh, updated his acting profile with yeah. Boba Fett in The Mandalorian. So, so it's it's looking like Boba Fett will return. But on top of that, you can't rule out a lot of these his other characters, obviously. Clones. Of course, yeah. You know, we could be getting some live-action clones. We've not really had that apart from in uh, the prequels. Yeah, and even then, we only had about, like, three that... Mm-hmm really said anything you know cody yeah. oddball uh jacks i'm pretty sure his name is yeah. one of the uh pilots that should stump looking so we've not really got well i think we can confirm boba fett but for the clones that's still a still a mystery mm. i think it's a bit unlikely that we'll see any clone troopers yeah. considering their advanced aging they'd be yeah. very very old by this time so not a lot came out with this mandalorian trailer there isn't a lot of us there well there isn't a lot to theorize with well in fact there's lots to theorize with but what we've got there's not too much there's Uh, nothing to um confirm any theories that's for sure we also see an ice planet that's another thing we see mando crash lands on an ice planet i keep forgetting the name of the planet but i theorized it could have been starkiller base Ilum. Ilum. Yes, that's uh, obviously if you don't know, that's the planet that uh, Padawan Jedi would be taken to to find their kyber crystal, which would power their lightsaber. Which we've seen in the Clone Wars arc. I can't yeah. remember what the Clone Wars arc called. And, and, uh, and Fallen Order itself. Yeah. It's um, It could be that Mandalorian is trying to bring the child there, knowing that that's mm. a place where a place sacred to the Jedi, so you might find some Jedi around there. I guess it's one of those things where we're not going to know until we're uh, until episode one comes out on the thirtieth of October, which I it's at the point now where I am really excited. Ten days away as of recording this, yeah. I think by the time this is uploaded, it could be. I'm gonna this podcast will probably be up a lot earlier just because of the Mandalorian coming out and stuff and. We need to get talking about the Mandalorian. I we think do, yeah. we're going to have episodes dedicated to the Mandalorian, potentially. I'm sure for the next eight weeks, we're going to be mention- mentioning something about the Mandalorian season mm-hmm. two episodes. So I think that's everything we can cover regarding the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, there's not much else to it in the trailer. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll but... maybe get more graphics. If you check Facebook, uh, obviously Yariel Puf- Pufkor 
uh, young Han Solo core will be posting updates on the Mandalorian. Even if you were to just head to the Star Wars Twitter, you'll see some stuff there. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. So links in descriptions for Facebook and other socials. Quick plug halfway through the podcast. <laughs> so should we just move right into our next topic then? Yes, I think we should. Another theorizing topic. We love our theories on this show. We do. We love them. So I'll let you take the floor with this one because this was your idea and you came to me with this and I had to give you it. Like this is a good this is a good topic. Yeah, this is something that ever since I saw these four episodes of the Clone Wars, I've wanted to see so badly. I'm sure there's somebody out there who has edited it all together and done that, but I'm yet to see that. But I want to watch those four episodes of the Clone Wars, those four last ones, intertwined with Revenge of the Sith. And I want that to be a genuine project that Lucasfilm would go for, even if it's just those four episodes turned into a movie with more scenes, deleted ones, new ones, whatever. Because it feels fitting mm-hmm. to, uh, to start the Clone Wars with a film and to finish it with a film and to show how much things have changed yeah, over those would, two years, I think, what the Clone Wars takes place over. Yeah, it would be really cool to see, because that those last four episodes, as soon as Ahsoka links up with Bo-Katan, and they go to Mandalore, and, you know, they fight Maul, and then Order 66, it's it's a total gut-turner of emotions. Oh, I got, sent, so- I got sent through, like the spinniest roller coaster you've ever seen it was something else because you think they've won but then obviously being a star wars fan the jedi never win and then you know what's coming yeah order 66 so everything was looking good maul was going to be axed going to prison jedi were gonna take him away forever and then order 66 happens yeah i'll never forget that corridor scene that was probably how how it's a kid's show. If if this film was to come it's out, it's not a kid's show. If this if this film was to come out, it needs to be twelve plus easily. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Revenge of the Sith itself is twelve plus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure twelve a. How is that rated higher than the Clone Wars when the Clone Wars has it's, visible it's decapitation totally of many people, etc.? It it's pretty mad. A couple of scenes yeah. chucked in. What would you like to see? Because obviously if you just upload the four arcs, people will watch it, but I think they'd be expecting more. What else would you like to see added in? I would want to see how it all intertwines. Obviously, when we watch Revenge of the Sith, we see when Order 6 happens, we get a little, a little clips from a few Jedi being killed. Apart from the Obi-Wan or 66 scene, none of them are fleshed out at all. There's yeah. no real feeling from them. But when you watch the Clone Wars and you watch Rex trying so hard to follow orders and he's just completely unable to do it, it's very, very emotional and it's very, very powerful. On top of that, would you like to see any more Jedi massacre scenes? <laughs> <laughs> Um, like that sounds horrible to say, but obviously there was a lot more Jedi. Maybe mm, more clips inside the temple potentially. Yeah, Shaq T could finally get her on screen death. <laughs> of course, I, I <laughs> she think, had many, but none of them made it to the screen. I think a fleshed out Ahsoka flashback, or a, well, not a flashback, but you know how she senses it. Maybe a yes. scene where she senses some Jedi dying, like Shaq. Yeah, especially Plokun, because Plokun was a massive part of Ahsoka's life. He is who brought her into yeah. the Jedi fold and found her in mm-hmm. the first place. Uh, we see her kind of realize all that Anakin isn't really Anakin anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's all we see in terms of her sensing the effect of Order 66. Well, she knows something's wrong with Anakin. But she never tries to really contact Anakin because she knows, like she knows deep down that something's gone wrong. 
And I think she may have known for a little while that something yeah. was going on. Yes. There's um I'd like to see something after Order sixty six with Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Like in, in between Rebels and stuff. I mean, if it was in this project with the Clone Wars and Ranch of the Sith, maybe it could finish off with Ahsoka sitting and then just thinking about all that's happened. Because Order sixty six, yeah. we'd never really see the Jedi mourn all that much, it feels. We see Obi-Wan and we see Yoda. You see how the fall of the Jedi Order impacts them, but we don't really see much of it. For for Obi-Wan, it was kind of a, this is horrific, I'm really upset, but I need to go to Mustafar and deal with Anakin before I can grieve properly. I mean, so there, there wasn't can, a lot of grieving time for them. I mean, can you imagine you know, the Anakin and Obi-Wan fight, the, that very powerful fight intertwined with the very powerful Rex and Ahsoka fighting all of the 501st or the 332nd, that would yeah. be that'd be very good. Yeah, definitely. There's so much that they could do with a, a, a Clone Wars movie, adding in scenes like it, it would make sense, it'd be perfect, you know, just take the episodes, tweak them ever so slightly, add scenes, and you've got yourself a pretty good film. Yeah, I like, for I'm sure old. would definitely watch it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it'll ever happen. No. But I... I'm a massive sucker for the Clone Wars. I think it's so, so good. And it's the best part about Star Wars, in my opinion. So I'd always want to see more of it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, we've had the end of the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars has ended. There's Bad Batch coming, which we spoke in the last episode. Yes, of course. So it's not over yet, and there's still more they can do with it. So there's plenty I'd like to see regarding the clones. More missions. Maybe like a 501st TV series movie mm. Bro, i'd prefer a 501st short movie type thing yeah i mean that'd be really cool because the 501st were you know they were world renowned well not world renowned galaxy renowned obviously in the clone wars for all that they did to fight for the republic and then obviously they became a massive part of the empire they became vader's fist um, so there's still yeah. so much to do with the 501st you know there's so much that they can do screen wise mm-hmm. with the yeah. 501st it's but, very interesting, and they could really make something good with that. I, I, I kind of forget that this is just a theory, and it's not actually happening. We've hyped, we've, we've hyped this up so much. <laughs> yeah, we have. Get, I'll have to get tweeting at Disney and Lucas Arts and <laughs> yeah. get on their back about something like this. But I was going to mention this at the start of the show, and this is something to give us a little giggle. When the Clone Wars final arc came out, someone did intertwine it with Revenge of the Sith. You can oh. find a four-hour-long version. Oh, that's my night of stories. One problem, though. You're going to need to get your VPN ready, because it's on Pornhub. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, right, okay. <laughs> when I heard about that, I did go looking for it, but I couldn't find anything. Okay, I might have I to just... take a quick peek tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you get the VPN on. Make sure the door's closed. I'm just saying, I think that's the right place to put it because it serves its purpose. <laughs> that little cherry on Pornhub's cake. <laughs> yeah. Is that everything you want to get off your chest regarding? I think so. I think I'm ready for this last topic. Last topic. Geez, I don't know if this is going to be a short episode or everything's just flown by. Because I think it's flat. just flying by. I think it's flying by. I just I've lost track of time. We're now hitting four o'clock our time, and um, yeah. I don't know what time we started at. About half three, just after half. Yeah, three. just after half three. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we'll move on to our last topic. This is a topic that when we originally decided to start the 
podcast, this was a topic we were going to talk about, but we actually decided not to go through with our first version of the podcast. But when I got access to the Adobe editing software, it's a long story, but we've restarted yeah, it. Yeah. We're, we're here now. First episode's live, second episode's in recording. Well, it'll be live right now. It'll be uh, live as people are <laughs> We'll move on to our last topic, and it's kind of two topics, really, entwined into one. Mm-hmm. Because we're going yeah. to talk about, it's mainly, well, it's, it's all on the Battle of Exegol, but we're going to talk about two things that's happened on Exegol. Yeah, two the things that are... One, Kind of about the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the um, first yeah, the first topic we're going to talk about are, are we going to talk about who was at Exegol to start with, and then talk about the well, we'll get we'll get to the second one. We'll start with the who was at Exegol. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, this is more in reference to who was part of the fourteen thousand ships that appeared, because obviously yeah. we know that Wedge Antilles was there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Millennium Falcon was leading it with uh, Chewie and Lando, but there's quite a few interesting things that show up in this for example the ghost that was obviously the uh, hera and kanan ship in star wars rebels and we know that hera used this in the battle of endor so whether it's hera piloting it we don't really know but it could of course be her son that she had with kanan uh, who i'm sure would have learned uh his some flying skills from hera and uh took this to fight in the battle of exegol so yeah there's a a lot more stuff as well. The Tanti Four, you know, uh, Leia's flagship that we see in, you know, in Rogue One and then uh, mm-hmm. Episode Four. We also see uh, stuff like the Mandalorian uh, starfighters. They made an appearance. All right, yeah. I, okay. I saw that. I saw that in a video last night while researching this topic. There was Mandalorian starfighters, Naboo starfighters, which we actually see. You can see a short clip of the yellow, sleek, shiny ships flying. Uh, there's three, I believe, but we see okay. a bit of the Naboo starfighters. The Mandalorian ship, I think you've got to have a really close eye to see them. But I think that's that, the same for a lot of these. Yeah, you don't see it, but it was it was confirmed. It's there. There was yep. also stuff like Corvettes. There was Bunker Busters, uh, which were all kind of expected to be there, but... yeah. Piloted by other people. Yeah, I mean, here's here's a really big one. Um, mm. uh, the Crucible. Uh, and uh, you, earlier yeah. you mentioned the um uh, that well, you briefly mentioned that arc where Padawans go to Ilum in the Clone Wars. The ship that they travel on is the Crucible. It's a Jedi mm. training vessel, and it was um attacked and taken over by Hondo Onaka. It's possible that it still could have been Hondo himself in that ship. Well, funny you say that, because there was also confirmed that there was a lot of crime syndicates, pirates, and gangsters that showed up mm-hmm. next. Yeah, I'll oh, get really? onto that one uh, as well, actually, because there's a really another really interesting topic about pirates in this. Uh, but yeah, uh, unless Hondo sold on that ship to someone else, it could have been him fighting against Palpatine, which yeah. would be really cool to see. But yeah, well, since we're talking about pirates, why don't we talk about the Crimson Corsair? Yeah. Who were confirmed to appear in that. Uh, my favourite thing about the Crimson Corsair is the fact that they have the last remaining clone trooper ever as part of their crew. Oh yeah, I remember they've they've done a comic book series on this, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, a comic book series in the lead up to uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, so, so yeah, Kix, the medic of the 501st, could have been fighting in the Battle of Exegol as the last remaining clone trooper. I think we could talk about, like, well, obviously, we, I don't think we can go through all 14,000 ships. Um, but while you mentioned like, it was 14,000, I actually heard that it was 16,000. I don't know if that's also including 
who was already there and the fleet, Palpatine's fleet, the final order. But in yeah. total, I saw that there were 16,000 ships. Uh, I mean, the web website is saying it says between 14 and 16,000. Yeah. So we're, we're both right. Let's just go. <laughs> I don't know, um, 15,000 seems like a nice number. Yeah, let's just go with 15,000. <laughs> no, we'll stick with 14,000. I think it's the one we've mentioned the most. Yeah, um, and I'll play. I'll I'll talk about one more ship that um, could have been there. Do you know the Looker Hulks? I do not. You're so just, you're, you're making a fool out of me. <laughs> <laughs> In episode one, a nine-year-old Anakin that destroys a Looker Hulk. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a Trade Federation ship, the one with the ball in the middle and then the ring around it. There's at least one of those there. Jesus. At least. Christ. Imagine that, a Separatist ship. A massive separatist ship fighting against the final order. There was. It was actually like shocking how many ships you see shown up. And you kind of forget who leads the front in the Falcon. It's Lando. Lando knows of course, a lot of people. It's Lando. Yes, Lando has many, many contacts. <laughs> so there was a lot of different people showing up. We're not expecting all the goodies to show up here. Yeah, no. You know, we're not expecting, like, Leia didn't put out a call or anything, as we know Leia had passed away beforehand. Yeah, it, it kind of shows that, you know, even there are a lot of bad people in the galaxy, but there's nobody as evil as the Final Order or the First yeah. Order or Palpatine. So it's, uh, I think this was probably the best scene in The Rise of Skywalker to see all of these ships come together. All right. I, I'm to gonna be save the honest. galaxy. I'm going to be brutally honest. It brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> the first time I I'm not. It, I'm not surprised. It was amazing, but then it kind of crushes you when Palpatine does the base boosted lightning because mm. you see them all go down, and it's like, God's sake, can they please catch a break? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure most of them still managed to survive that lightning attack. Yeah, well, they did because they that was practically an ion blast. They yeah. rebooted their ships. Paul Dameron was yeah. hit by it, he booted up his ship in time. Can't imagine they all survived it. No, no, I mean, and the, the amount of, um, amount of uh, like, star destroyers there, some of them mm. must have crashed into those. Yeah, but they've all made it there, they won. The first time I think we've seen the good guys win. Potentially keep it like that. Potentially, Obviously, yeah. If they, if they bring out another set of movies... <laughs> I kind of hope they it. don't. I think I think <laughs> I've had enough for episodes of Star Wars. It's, it won't be long until they start repeating the stuff. Ray hiding away, yeah. Finn Finn rising up potentially. We'll get into this another day. We're gonna get sidetracked. Yeah. So we'll move on yeah. to the second part. Unless any other ships you want to mention? I think those are the main ones, really. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that mm. you just expect to find. You know, there's people from the Star Wars yeah. Resistance, and that's not surprising. Uh, Guavian, well. Guavian Death Gang, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, there's lots. We could link a plenty of videos if you want to go into depth. With yeah, I mean, I've there. got I've got a website up here on Screen Rant that has mm. a list of so many. Yeah, if you wanted to look through that. Links in the description, guys, but they'll be under me and Rory's plugs. So yeah. we'll move on to the next question. Well, the next yep. part of this two-part question. And that is, we hate to kind of crap on everyone's joy, but how the hell did they get to Exegol? Yeah. Like... It must have taken quite a while. More more time than is shown in the film. Definitely. And on top of that, there must have been about a lot of casualties. Like, maybe let's say 23,000 show up. Only 14 made it through. Like... <laughs> How did yeah. they all get through? It's beyond me. Like we've seen, yeah, we see Ray getting through, and she's having an absolute hellish time. We see Kylo Ren at the start of the film; he's struggling. The yeah. resistance when they go through, I think they it shows a couple of casualties, 
and you actually see a Corvette or Bunker Buster, I'm not sure, and it takes a, it takes a knocking. Like, it loses a radar dish. Mm. To get yeah. all that through, there must have been another way through. And on top of that, you mentioned that separatist ship. Yeah, that is massive. That like that could have fit half of those ships inside of it. There must have been another way to get through. But yeah. to think about it, think about all the people that were there. Mm. One of them could have just been one, could have said, hey, we can get to Exegol this way. Potentially, yeah. that's how they got through. There must have been another way, for sure. Mm. And that's the only way I think they, they, they'll have to... I, mean, I doubt they will bother retconning it, but I'm sure uh, they'd have to require a retcon to get them all through. But it's mm. it's like a it's like one of those plot holes. I'll put that in quotation marks that um, are in all films. It's like the why was there a two meter hole on the Death Star for Luke to blow up? It's yeah. relatively insignificant. Yeah, but it's still worth talking about. I think it's just us. Well, I wouldn't say we're nitpicking it. We're just kind of questioning it yes we're putting, we're putting disney on the spot hopefully they've it's got an answer one of those things where, <laughs> it's one of those things which i think we might find out later on yeah maybe in a comic book or something a comic book at someone else's point of view potentially but the only way i could see them getting through without losing way too many ships is another way mm-hmm. like even the Falcon must have struggled getting through. Because, again, the Falcon's yeah. quite a big ship. Yeah, bigger than uh, an X-Wing. Mm-hmm. But another way they could have got through is slap that Separatist ship at the front or another massive ship and just sit behind it and let it plow through. Because I think I mean, maybe... Yeah, of course, that's I true. I think maybe that ship might have been able to deflect off a lot of the rocks and stuff. But even then, there was, like, black holes, gravity wells... I think there was a couple of monsters in there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But again, that ship is massive. It is huge. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any monsters that can just eat that up. Yeah, so I think they're, they either sat behind a big ship like that and just let it plow through, maybe even, I don't know, find another way around. It's one of those things which we can only theorise. Yeah. That was kind of a shorter topic, but is there anything else you want to add? Um, Not really. I mean... Obviously, there's going to be. A, a, I could go on and list more ships, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> we'll um, there's, that. Going to, there's going to be a link. Get to that link if you're interested. There will be yeah. a link in the description um, of all our sources and stuff and where we've been uh, getting our information from. Um, a lot of the stuff, though, is just off the top of our heads. I don't do too much scripting. I do a bit of scripting for it because if you don't have a script, it's, it's hellish. We source from other websites. If you want to check those websites out, link in the description. But I think. We're closing the curtains. I think that's the end of the show, yeah. I don't know. It, it, time's flown by. Like, <laughs> It really has, yeah. You don't really realise that. You just keep on talking mm. and all of a sudden it's like 45 minutes after you started without, when, when only feeling yeah, like five. Definitely. But, I do um, hope it's the same for the people listening. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying that much. So. <laughs> well, I think we'll be closing the curtains now. Thank you, Ruri, for joining joining me on the show of course, once yep. again. We're coming up with new ideas each week. Next week, mm-hmm. we'll have another three topics. Potentially, now I'm just saying potentially, a special guest. We're still yet to decide. Yeah, but um, it's definitely something that's going to be happening, whether that happens next week or not. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm Hamish Smith. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm not going to go through all my links again, where you can find me on social media. Any questions? Yeah, just check the description. It'll be yeah. there. I've got a link tree now, 
So all my links, you click on that one link and you get everything. But if you want to check me out on social media, you got any questions, link in the description. Yep, that's the same goes for me. Uh, you'll see my links down there. You know, if you've got any topics that you want us to talk about, you know, feel free to suggest them. Uh, mm -hmm. We're open to suggestions. 100% definitely. We also have a Discord server. Now, I forgot to mention this in the last episode, but we do have a Discord server. It's still kind of in the works. It's what me and Rory used to record due to COVID. It's good. We have a bit of banter. We often play some Among Us on it. Don't know how long we'll be playing Among Us for, but you never know. If you want to join us on the Discord, come for a little chat, Star Wars, play some games, Discord link in the description. But I think we're closing the curtains now, and I hope everyone has a wonderful week, a wonderful time, and we'll get to you in the next episode. Yep, see you next week. See you later.